You're listening to Baking to the B-Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts. They're here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love, while creating recipes inspired by these wonderful abominations. You can follow Baking to the B-Movies on Instagram, at Baking to the B-Movies, and on Twitter at Baking to Be Movies. These ladies dig deep into these movies, and some of the topics covered are disturbing. So this is your spoiler warning and explicit content warning. Listener discretion is advised. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad they literally cannot stop talking about them. Welcome back to Baking Thank to the, the Bee movies. movies. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. Thank you all so much for being here with us again. We appreciate it as always. Steph, how are you doing? I'm well. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You guys can like and subscribe. <laughs> Just nice, skipping nice, right over nice, it. Nice. Uh, you guys, it's cool. It's cool. You guys can like I'm and subscribe. <laughs> Go, go on. Um, we are available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Baking to the B Movies, X Baking to B Movies, Gmail Baking to the B Movies at gmail.com. Send us your feedback. Send us your recipes. Send us your recommendations. All right. With all sincerity, Steph, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. We're in yeah. the throes of fall. Very exciting the best season. There is the greatest season, especially in New England, where mm-hmm. we both live. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Unfortunately, I'm I'm actually getting ready to leave New England for a brief period of time. I'm going to be gone for about two and a half weeks. I'm heading to California. What? I know. <laughs> <laughs> California, where it's hot and mm-hmm. sunny all the time. Yeah. But I'm going to go see what they have to do for, like, fall Halloween stuff. I'm going to go to that Berry Farm. Is it Knott's Berry Farm, the yeah. famous one? Um, they got some pumpkin patches. That I'm going to go... Yeah, 80 degrees and pumpkin. Yeah, I'm going to wear wool and boots. You know, boots. pumpkin is a winter squash, right? It is. And I'm <laughs> I'm very, very excited to see if they are, like, spoiled and rotten on the bottom when you pick them up. Because I guarantee you they are. Yeah, it's a fair chance. Um, I'm going to go to that cemetery in Hollywood that has, like, Natalie Wood and mm. Marilyn Monroe and, like, Elizabeth Taylor and all nice. that. I'm going to go... Yeah. Gonna go do some spooky things on the West Coast, and then immediately come back and do spooky, spooky things, things on the East, East Coast. Coast. It's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite month and my favorite season. And Halloween's my it's favorite great. holiday. It's fantastic! And I'm excited to talk about today's movie because it is actually one of my favorite newer horror movies. Um, yes. Before we get into it, though, obviously we have to kind of backtrack a little bit because. As I said in our last episode, we did a really bad movie so that we could lead into this movie, which is an extremely good movie, depending on who you ask. Mm, Opinions. Um, Yeah, it's a very polarizing movie. A lot of strong opinions on it. Um, Both, uh, some people love it, some people hate it. But what I didn't hate, great segue here, what I didn't hate was your flatbread Mm. that you made for our last episode. It was... With the herbs, with the, the red and the green and purple? 
blue. Blue. Blue herbs. <laughs> yes. It was it was amazing. Everything was tasted and your and your feta is it feta cream cheese whip yeah, with the herbs like in it? Feta so herbs. unbelievably yeah. good. Great. Like I wanted to eat that like morning, noon, and night. <laughs> right. So good. I'm like, mm. So good. Um, that recipe is over on our Instagram. Again, it's at Baking to the Bee Movies. Um, we list the ingredients, how much you need of each, how you do it step by step, so you can try it at home. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, don't necessarily always put the the amounts because I just throw everything into a thing. Yeah, I, 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 I do my best. I well, do my best. It, it's it, and this week's episode, which I which I did, is very similar. I didn't really measure anything. I was just like, I'm just gonna go with what feels right. Yeah, and go with what my gut's telling me. And my gut told me. Just keep adding more. <laughs> yeah. Keep adding more. Just keep going. Go yeah. nuts. Go crazy. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Steph, so this movie, it's a 2022 movie. Yes. This is, I think, a quintessential B movie. It is now. Yes. Yeah. In that it had a very small budget, but performed very well. Yes. People are still talking about it. Yes. It's, like I said, it's, it's divisive. Some people love it. Yeah. Some people hate it. I yeah. personally love it. I liked it. It was pretty um, terrifying the first time I saw it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, now, you you <clears throat> watched it again leading up to this podcast. Do you think, would you recommend, before we tell people what it is, do you recommend watching it alone or do you recommend watching it with someone? Because the first time I know you watched it alone and you were terrified. <laughs> I was. And I remember getting the frantic texts because you were terrified. <laughs> I, was, I, needed to, I was texting everybody I knew. To make sure I didn't feel like I was alone in my house in the dark. And I had seen like, it. And it was yeah. like pitch black because it was January. I watched it. I watched it. So like 4.30. Um, it's pitch black here in the you know dead of winter. And it's super windy because we get snowstorms. windy. Yeah. And Andy was gone on a fishing weekend. Yeah. I remember watching it uh, right around the same time that you did. I might have watched it a couple of days before. Similar thing. I was watching it alone in my apartment. When it's all dark. When it's very dark. I live. I live in a scary neighborhood anyway but i so scary every for other reasons yeah so like anytime there are any kind of like noises outside my window be it like people or you know someone kicking over a trash can because that happens fairly often in my neighborhood <laughs> it would just make me jump out of my skin because i was so engrossed in this movie um do you yeah. would you recommend for someone who hasn't seen it before because i i was just talking to troy about it because he asked what we were going to be talking about today yeah i told him and i told him where he could find it if you wanted to watch it um and I was saying, I was like, I, I would personally watch it, like, alone in the dark where you are not interrupted. You don't have to, like, listen to someone else give their thoughts or, like... Yeah. You can just be immersed in this. It's an experience to it watch it. It is an it. experience, yes. But would you recommend seeing it by yourself or did you prefer watching it with someone else? Well, it's hard to say because I already watched it, so I already knew what it was when okay. I watched it this past week. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it was nice to genuinely be scared again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't think of a movie that had like such an effect. It's been on a me. long while since long I've time. seen a movie that gen- genuinely scared me. Yeah, you know, this is this is one of those ones that just stays with you. Um, it ruined my weekend. It, yeah, I mean, it ruined. I mean, this came out in 2022. And yes. I think it ruined my 2023. Well, actually, it came out. <laughs> actually, it came out. It technically did come out in 2022, but it was only being released in film festivals. It right. didn't actually come out in North America for streaming until Recently, January yeah. of 2023. Like, year. I think it just came out. Like, it was just available a few weeks prior to when I watched it. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell the audience what movie we're finally doing? We've been, we were like so excited to do this this season. Yeah. We're doing Skinamarink. Skinamarink. Skinamarinky dink. (laughs) 
Um, like we said, it's a 2022 movie, but wasn't like you said, it wasn't made available on streaming services until earlier this year. But but there was like so much hype about it, like you knew about it before. Yeah, it just wasn't available to watch streaming wise. Yeah, in this country anyway, up until this continent really, up until the early part of yeah this past year. It's it's an hour and forty minutes, and no exaggeration. Each moment of that time frame is agonizing. Not not necessarily in a bad way, just in like a, oh my god. It's like, very unsettling. It's Everything very about unsettling. it is very unsettling. Um, extremely small cast in this movie. Four people, four people. Four people total, and you never see their faces. Nope, except for that one shot with the daughter. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's Lucas Paul, Dolly Rose Tatro, Ross Paul, and Jamie Hill. That's, That's it. it. That's it. You and two kids and a mother and a father. Yep. And like I, you know, the the whole movie, you never really see anybody's faces except for the one, the, the second, the the sister. Yeah. Um. And like you said, we'll get into that. Um. This one, I think, is going to be kind of hard to explain because there's so many different, um, like. A lot of people have different, like, meanings to it, like, what they took from it. Yeah. Um, their I mean, interpretations. Really, yeah, like, you really just have to experience the movie if you haven't seen it yet. But mm-hmm. we're going to we're gonna try to explain it the best we can. It really is something I think people need to see for themselves. And that's what I was telling mm-hmm. Troy. I was like, you really got to, like, immerse yourself in it and watch it from yeah. start to finish. And then develop your own opinion. Don't, don't take it from me. I loved it. You might hate it. Right. I mean, it's very, as far as audience... Reviews and critiques, it's very polarized. Yeah. Like, some people love it, some hate it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it, too. I still love it. Um, yeah. So, this movie is entirely from the perspective of a... Well, it's actually two children. It's yeah. It's a brother and sister. It's Kevin and Kaylee. Kaylee. Yep. Um, Kevin, I believe, is four. Kaylee it's is six. six. Believe, um, yep. So, two small children. Takes place in 1995, which is a terrible year for late night. Anyway, so like right away, like seeing how this movie's the direction the movie's gonna head, and you're like, oh no, because like I remember, you know, being very young in the 1990s, and I would wake up in the middle of the night, right, and the only thing that would be on TV were those like smooth Old. smooth jazz. CD yeah, commercials, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where the audio was never quite. It would be like an old Celine Dion song. It'd be yes. kind of quiet, and then like Michael Bolton would blow at your eardrums. Like, right, <laughs> so, right, right. Like, that's what I remember. Um, so this movie again, it's, it's entirely from the perspective of two children. Um, you never see their faces. It's it's kind of like from their eye level. So it's it's almost like More a first less, person yeah. kind sort of sort of like a first person POV. Yeah, some of it's first person. Others is like different angles. Um, you know, like like behind the shoulder. Yeah, you know, like of... it seems like they're almost like there's a lot of like still shots. They weren't still shots because things were happening on the sides. Yeah, but you don't really see much of anything. Right. When it comes to movement. And I mean, these kids are little, yeah. so like two seconds in, shiver up your spine. It's like nighttime. Yeah. Um, everything's very grainy. Everything's dark. Very, very grainy, very dark. Um, and there's a lot of like uh, audio distortion going on throughout the movie. Like some mm. parts are very, very quiet. You get the like the very soft whispers, like they're doing those videos yes. I was doing the impression of earlier, where yes, I'm going to put you to sleep with my voice and. And these nice noises. And then all of a sudden they're screaming. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, you know, it's, it, that, that fucks with you a little bit. Yeah. Um, but basically the premise, now that we've kind of established the feel of the movie, is that uh, these two kids wake up in the middle of the night. And their parents aren't there. Right. Um, well, prior to that happening, 
something happens with the with Kevin there. Yes, the father is on the phone. Yeah, and he's explaining to whoever he's talking to. I'm assuming I it was the mom. I'm assuming it's the was, mom. Yeah. Um, he's telling her he fell down the stairs. that Kevin fell down the stairs, hit his head pretty hard, but they have him home from the hospital. And yeah, like he didn't need stitches or anything. It wasn't too bad. And again, it's 1995. If you got a head injury, good luck to you. Like you know, <laughs> right. walk it off. Um, right. So then, and then his sister said that. She, it was like a sleepwalk, like, oh, he was sleepwalking. Yeah, so Kevin, Kevin's prone to sleepwalking episodes and must have, like, fallen down the stairs and, and yeah. took a header and, you know. So from there, uh, these kids wake up after this incident apparently happens, and the parents aren't there. Mm-hmm. And it is the, the middle of the night. Yep. And, you know, they're looking for the mom, they're looking for the dad, there's specifically the dad they're i think they're they're more so looking for the dad which is open for interpretation but the dad's not there nope and they decide that because it's dark it's the middle of the night they're just going to go downstairs and sleep on the couch and watch cartoons cartoons yep um which i did tons of times (laughs) yeah yeah i've done that plenty of times like i said that michael bolton commercial just Mm. jerking you awake like oh oh yeah it's so loud uh, or uh you know they they'd show like um the surgery and stuff that you could watch on TV. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Like that, I turned that on one day and I'm like, what the hell are they doing? And then it was like some sort of crazy surgery. I was like, ah, oh, I turned it <laughs> off real quick. Um, and then after that was infomercials. There's yeah. just a period of time a where it's just of all infomercials. But these kids are watching cartoons and like yeah. old timey cartoons. Like old cartoons. All the cartoons that they do play in the movie are in the public domain. Yeah. So like you know. 1930s, 1940s. Yeah. You know, just unwatchable unwatchable oh cartoons. i love those <laughs> they're creepy but i love them yeah, that, i think that's the thing is that they're just creepy and yeah. especially in this movie they get like even creepier yeah um so this and you know this entire this entire movie it's just unsettling because again it's from the perspective of two kids and yeah so now it's kind of putting you in the mindset of like a four and or a six year old waking up and no one's home. Yeah. And what Kevin notices uh, is that things are disappearing, like just yes. poof, windows, poof, they're gone. Like they're there doors, and then they're gone, and then they're just gone. Yeah. Um, at one point, I think, um, and I, I could be, uh, you know, mixing up the timeline here. But at one point, I think that uh, they go to use the bathroom on the first floor. They live in, like, a two-story house. Yeah. They go to use the bathroom on the first floor, and the toilet just, poof, disappears. Disappears. Which is, the like, when someone, like, when I have to pee in the middle of the night, like, that's, like, my worst fear. Like, <laughs> your, your toilet's just gone. Just gone. Just, just gone. gone. Just I'm going to go into your apartment one night and just take your toilet out. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. I'm never getting my security deposit back anyway, so go ahead. <laughs> nice. I'm never going to get it back, so just um, go crazy. I Take th- out the copper pipe while you're at it, the copper tubing. Right. <laughs> Scrap metal. Um, so prior to that happening, like, the windows are disappearing, the doors disappearing. There's noises happening. Yeah. These kids are like, hearing noises, and everything is exaggerated because you're, you're a child, they're little, and they're... now your imagination's crazy. All of a sudden, there's a chair on the ceiling. Yeah. And as soon as, as, soon as I saw like, the chair... As soon as the chair what was are you like, doing up there, chair? You don't belong there. Yeah, it's it's not like bump in the night. That's it. It's like, and like yeah, sure, things are disappearing, and that's weird too. But it's like, oh shit's floating now. Like that's not mm. good. That's never a good sign that that something great is about to happen. Yeah. So the chair is on the on the ceiling, and at that point, I was like the first time I watched it, and then when I rewatched it the other night, I was like tapping out. I'm like, no, I can't. No, this is like putting myself in the mind of a four year old. If I see a chair on the ceiling. 
the fuck are you going to do with that information? Like, there's nothing you can't <laughs> right? nothing you like, can do. Like, I can't even use that shit now. <laughs> um, Anyways, so, yeah, so... Um, so the chair's on the ceiling. Um, there's there's thumping and, like, noises yeah. coming from upstairs. I think they hear voices at one point. At one point. Um, um, but when the toilet disappears, they, they go upstairs yes, to use the, to use upstairs. the upstairs toilet. Yeah. And at this point, I think Kevin goes into the bathroom to use it, and Kaylee goes into her room, and her toys are all over the place. Yes. Which you would expect. When he goes... Kid. Right. When he goes into the bathroom upstairs... The doll, as I was mentioning before, because Andy was complaining about no boobs in the movie. <laughs> so I'm like, well, there's a side boob from a Barbie. Um, yeah. <laughs> now the toys are on the ceiling. Yeah, there's right? toys on the ceiling. So then they're like, well, that's not cool. Well, in my words. <laughs> like, Kaylee, that freaks me out. So we're going back downstairs. Yeah. Well, Kaylee's like got her flashlight on the because it's from her perspective while yeah. Kevin's in the bathroom and she's like looking up at the ceiling. Well, she's looking at all her toys all over the place and then she yeah. kind of like pans up with her little flashlight and the Barbie's just floating midair on the ceiling. Yeah. And it takes her a little while, but it's, eventually she screams. Yeah. Like, like, like it's, it's on, it's on like her. It's, it's, it's the shot of the doll there on the ceiling there was a little long. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, huh. Oh no, <laughs> um, that is not normal. And and Kevin, you know, Kevin gets freaked out, and yeah. he can't he can't use the bathroom. So they go back downstairs. Yeah, and they end up just pushing a, a couple, couple of buckets buckets into in the, the bathroom. bathroom where the toilet was. Yeah, <laughs> um, improvise. And so now, bear in mind, like again, things are disappearing. Like toys are floating, things are floating. Uh, Windows are disappearing. Doors. doors are disappearing. <laughs> Appliances. Appliances are disappearing. <laughs> the cartoons are just playing. Like, you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think part of the reason that this movie divides people so much is it, it is it does take a long time for things to happen in between things. It's, it's a little bit of a slow burn. So yes. when I said, like, this episode might be pretty quick, it's because it's because, like, a lot of the shots in between the actual things happening are, like, the kids watching cartoons or like just looking around the room or yeah like you know just laying on the couch uh you know they're asleep at some point yeah um kaylee wakes up and hears a voice calling her from upstairs and it's Mm -hmm. it's come upstairs yeah and it's it's a female voice it's a very like gentle female voice um and she she goes upstairs and again from her perspective and she goes in. And she has a flashlight too. I she think, does at that have point. a flashlight. Yeah, I think they both do. They both have little flashlights. Yeah. She goes into what I'm assuming is the parents' room, and Bedroom. and the dad, although you never see his face, it's implied that it's the dad. Yeah. Well, you can see like his legs. Like, and he's, he's got sitting like, on the bed. Yeah. And you can see his legs just like over the bed. Yeah. And he, he is. You know, he's he's sitting there, and he tells her, you know, look under the bed. Which is like child? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like that's when you respectfully decline. You, you know, right? No, like, you. no, I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna I'm go good. watch Tom and Jerry. Like, right? And 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 each shot is just so like agonizingly long, yes. and it's dark, and, and it's so like the long shots add like the ser- the sense of suspense, you know? Yeah. So you're like waiting for stuff to happen, and, and it, then it's not. It doesn't happen. So when stuff does happen, you're completely caught off guard. Exactly. You know. So Kaylee looks under the bed, and she's looking under there for quite some time, and there's nothing. There's nothing there. And she comes back up, and, the, and you just see the dad still sitting on the edge mm-hmm. of the bed, and he doesn't say anything. And it, I think it's the silence that gets to me, because yeah. it's just like there's no, 
It's just really weird. And and she looks under the bed again. But this time when she lifts her head up, the dad's gone. Yeah. But the mother is on the other side of the bed. And all you can see is, like, her back. Like, the back of her head, yeah. yeah. She's just sitting there facing away from Kaylee. And she's telling her, you know, your father and I love you and Kevin very much. Mm-hmm. And... Kaylee ain't saying shit. She's just like kind of like, all right. <laughs> well, then she tells, um, she tells Kaylee to like close her, close eye. her yeah. eyes, which I'm like, don't do that. Right. Please don't do that. Right. Why are you doing that? Um, so Kaylee obliges she and does. the, and the screen goes black and she eventually opens her eyes again and the mom is gone, <laughs> but the closet door is open. Yes. And there's noises coming from that closet. Like, it sounds like someone's in pain. Yeah, it's like bones like it are breaking. Like, bones like might be breaking. It's and and Kaylee is just like, fuck this. And <laughs> she right. Well, actually, no. Doesn't she? Um. So she's and she's staring at this closet for ever an ungodly amount of time. But then here's the what we think the mother. Yeah. Saying that there's someone in here. Yeah. Or Ugh. there's someone here. Yeah. Not necessarily in here, but from the closet. Um. That's when you start hearing like noises coming from the closet, and we're still just looking at a black open. It's space. so dark, and it's and you're just waiting. Yeah, you're literally waiting for stuff to happen, and nothing is like jumping out at you. No, no there's no like there's jump. The there's sounds. really no jump scares. It's just there are not right here though. Right, it's just it's eerie. It's so unsettling and eerie, and I think especially <clears throat> because it's children. Like it's not right. like an adult dealing with this shit. It's like two little kids, like little kids. Right. Um. So Kaylee goes back downstairs and. I, I think she convinces Kevin to like move the couch, move the couch yeah. in front of the hallway. So the, like, right, so smart little kid. Yeah, you know, so she convinces him to help her push the couch in front of the hallway where the voices were coming from. Yeah, the voice or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And I think Kevin asks her like, "What what happened upstairs?" and mm-hmm. and she, she just doesn't want to talk about it. Which right. is he also tells her like early in the movie, he's like, "Do you think Dad is with Mom?" Which was kind of yes. a weird. And and she's like, and "I she don't want to talk about yeah." She's yeah, like, "I don't want to talk about Mom." Wasn't interested in talking about Mom. And so again, there's a lot of theories that we'll get into, but um, right. So they push the couch in front of the hallway to uh, I don't attempt to like. Th- block or thwart off whatever the hell was in that room. I mean, you're four years and six years old. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. that seems logical. Um, and they go back to watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like some long shots of them watching cartoons. I think Kevin goes and gets her a juice box in the kitchen. Yes. Which I was like, I'd be like all the things that are disappearing. I'd be making those juice boxes disappear. I love juice. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, give You're me that, such a dork. Give me that moths. That moths right? apple juice. Not juicy juice? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> right? That's, that's, that's basically your red drink. <laughs> Sunny D. There is no juice in that whatsoever. Ah, purple stuff? Purple stuff. <laughs> um, so, uh, I, I think I think at one point Kevin falls asleep again. He does. And the, and voice, the voice calls Kaylee. Kaylee. And mm-hmm. at this point, I'm like, girl, you just, like, dodged a bullet. What are you doing? Like, do not go back up those stairs. Right. Well, at that point, Kevin wakes up and Kaylee's gone. Kaylee is fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes to look for her, I believe, correct? And things are still disappearing. Like, just... Yes, he's go- he does go to look for her. Things are still disappearing. 
objects and toys are suspended against walls. Right. And it's interesting because in this house, like, there are some walls that have, like, that weird wood paneling on them, you know? Oh, yeah. So you can, you know what's, like, a wall, a ceiling, and a floor. Right. You know? So now it's, like, against that wall. Right. You see, like, the wood paneling in other shots, so you know it's a wall and not the ceiling. I don't know if that really does anything, <laughs> you know, makes a point of anything, really. But now he's seeing things like that against the wall. Again, they're still not on the floor, so what the crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, now the voice is going after Kevin. Yeah. Right? Well, I was going to say going after, but it's targeting Kevin. Yes. And basically tells him to go to the basement. Oh, yeah. Which, again, no. no <laughs> like, I'm what's gonna... the matter with you? Yeah. I mean, he's four. He's four. But at this it point. It could be his dad. It could and, be his mom. And the first time I watched this, when it was like, come to the basement, I was like, legit just like pulling my blanket up like over my face. I was just... <laughs> and, and the second time I watched it, even though I knew what was coming, still just like I don't covered... think I... Blinked, blunk, blunk, blunk. <laughs> I don't think I blinked the entire time during that. And I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 Sure. And attics. Um, but he goes down into the basement. And he does. he's looking around and he sees a little leg and a little foot and a little arm just kind of sitting on the floor. And he go and it's Kaylee. Yeah. But it is. Kaylee is missing her eyes and her mouth. Yes. Yes, it, she is. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. And so he's, I believe he screams at that point, doesn't yeah. he? He runs back upstairs. Yeah, he runs back upstairs. So normal flight or fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he goes back to watching cartoons. Which... What else is he going to do? <laughs> I know, I know. He's four. He's four. I just thought that, that was funny. But... but yeah, but yeah, what else are you going to do? And I think at this point, um, like the cartoon starts like looping. It does. So the card, whatever's playing on the cartoon just starts like repeating, like it stops, repeats what it just did. And it does that for quite a, again, substantial amount of time. Yeah. So now things are repeating. Again, it's, it's so agonizing. Like each, each shot is agonizingly long and it's Mm -hmm. so unsettling the entire time. Like they really did such a good job at like capturing that like pit, like not in the pit of your stomach, kind of like what's going to happen. This is not good. I'm scared. Right. Like I felt like four years old and like, I'm scared. <laughs> like, well, I, like, that's what it does. Like it puts you in the mindset of being a four year old, which yeah. is terrifying. Yeah. Four years is just awful. And like the, <laughs> the clip on the cartoon that keeps looping, like the noise it makes yeah. is really like, just like, Oh God, like it goes right through you. It's like this yeah. weird, like, I don't know. It, it's an old timey cartoon, but like the noise right. is just like, Oh God. Yeah. Um, um, but now we have the voice, whatever voice is back, right? Tells Kevin he wants wants to play. Yep. And toys are disappearing. And that so. toys are, again, still disappearing. It's like, play with what, asshole? You right? Keep, like, what you, are you doing? You keep <laughs> taking my shit. <laughs> like, right? Like, we can't play with anything if you keep taking my crap. Also, we can't watch cartoons if you keep playing the same two-second clip over and over. Well, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um... We get this weird shot, and it's the first one that we see of its kind in the movie. Because a lot of the movies are, like, looking up at the corners of the room. Yeah, the ceiling, the the floor, the walls, corners. We get a a shot of, um, like, the the thing wants to play. Mm -hmm. 
And the, the perspective is like, you can see kind of like the reflection of the TV on the wall, like the lights from the TV are on the wall. Yes. And there's a doorway leading into a kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Cause you're kind of like looking through a doorway into the, yeah. So you can see into the kitchen, you can see the same, like the lights from the loop of the cartoon on the wall and some shadows and stuff. It, it's pretty normal. But one of the cabinets in the kitchen, the drawer, the drawer opens. opens yeah. And, um, hmm. and this part, um, <laughs> this part was rough. Uh, you don't, and it, and, and I, you don't see anything. Nope. It, it, but it's the implication that it's just like, huh, like it, it sends a fucking shiver, shiver up my spine. Hey, right. So what does the voice say, Ashley? Well, he, it instructs Kevin to like, Kevin goes over and like takes a knife out of the drawer and the voice tells Kevin, put the knife in your eye. And he fucking does. <laughs> he does <laughs> he it. He does it. He does it. And you just see like blood all over the cabinets. Yeah. Like there's just blood there's everywhere. Just blood splatter. Yeah. Um, so Kevin put the fucking knife in his eye. <laughs> And, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. How? Why? Why is this happening? Why? Why did I watch this? Both times I watched it. I was like, no, no. Right. Um, so, and, and, and I'm just like, why? Why? Like, as, as soon as you saw what it did to your sister, why are you putting a knife in your eye? Like, well, he needs to comply. Maybe his sister didn't comply. Well, I mean, we well, don't really know. I well, mean, we'll, maybe we'll, we did. We'll find well, out. We're getting into it. We'll get into but, it. But much to... Kevin's credit, being four years old, he calls nine one one. He figures out, yeah. Like I'm like, I don't know who his parents are. They're obviously gone, but they taught this kid how to, or even his sister, how to call nine one one if needed. Yep. Which is so substantial, he, which is great. So he calls nine one one. He calls nine one one. Says that he, he cut get, himself and he feels sick. Yeah. He tells the woman, and and he's talking to like the dispatcher, and she's and and he's whispering the entire time. Yes. Like he, you know, he's telling her, like he, you know, he got hurt. He feels sick. She, and, and things are disappearing. Yes. He's like, the doors and the windows are disappearing. And the woman is being incredibly kind and patient, being a great dispatcher. Oh, my, I, I, I even made mention of that to Andy. I was like, the dispatcher is excellent. Yeah. That is an excellent dispatcher right there. She's talking to him. Like, she knows that she's talking to a very young child. Yeah. And she t- knows exactly how to talk to this this kid. And she's telling you know? him, like, help is on like, the way. We're going to get... We'll get you some grown-ups. Grown-ups are on the way. Please stay on the phone with me. Can you do that for me, buddy? Like, yeah. shit like that, Call you know? Call sweetheart and stuff. Yeah. And at one point, she asks him, she's like, you know, why are you whispering? Is there someone there with you? Yeah. Which I'm just like, yeah, there fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> There's something here. Um, and... I, I don't know, like, how or why, but he does end up, like, dropping the phone. He drops the phone. He drops the phone. He does mention to the dispatcher that the door is disappearing. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this kid was just like, how are these grown-ups going to come when we have no door? Yeah, how are they going to get in there? <laughs> you um, know, but I don't know if that was just an implication. But he drops the phone and, like, walks away. Yeah. Or maybe it runs away. I'm not really Well, he drops sure. the phone and he gets his flashlight, I think, to find the phone. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, looking around for the phone. And when the beam of the flashlight settles on where he dropped the phone, it is no longer a landline phone. It is a motherfucking chatter phone. <laughs> we all had them. So great. We all fucking had them. We em. did. They're, and, and now I will never look at them the same way again. They're terrifying. They are um, very creepy. But the phone is now a god. creepier now. Yeah, now now that we've seen this. I never want to see one ever again. Um, but I'm totally going to get you one for Christmas, <laughs> FYI. Of course. Um, but it turns into a chatter phone. And at this point, I think the 
and I, I don't really know what you call an entity or whatever. But... I'm just referring to it as the voice. The voice. So now the voice is claiming responsibility for doing that. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, you keep doing that guy. Yeah. Um, and that he also, or she, I don't know. <laughs> it, it goes between. Or maybe it's a they or them. I don't know. I, it's an it at this point. Yeah, because it's like, the voice is kind of changing. It does the father's voice. It does the mother's voice. Yeah. It does like a really deep, like creepy. Guttural. Like, guttural. Yeah. yeah. Demonic type of sound to it. But then this voice tells Kevin that it can do anything. And it's Fantastic. like, it's like, cool. Can you fix my fucking cartoons? Like for real? Right. Like, this loop is killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but then it goes on to say that Kaylee did not do as she was told. She said that she, she wanted her... her parents. So I took away her mouth. So I took away her mouth. Um, mouth and eyes and eyes and the shot of her is just so fucking eerie it's so eerie i'll post it on our instagram so y'all can see it yeah (laughs) oh my god um um right so now it tells kevin to go upstairs yeah meanwhile kevin still doing everything this voice is telling him to although he's got a knife in his eye he does have a (laughs) knife in his eye i wonder if he took the knife out i don't know but he seems to be Functioning pretty well for having a eye, like a knife wound in his eye. Yeah. Apparently. Whatever. And having just seen his sister with no eyes and no mouth. Right, and he's still complying to this voice. Yeah. So it makes you think, like, if that was my situation, would I still comply? Probably, because I don't want to lose my mouth or my eyes, right? Or just disappear completely off the face of the planet. I so. would, I, I mean, like, I... I've always had a bit of a temper, so I feel <laughs> a like bit? a bit. I feel like I feel like four year old me would be not only livid that <laughs> I woke up in a house all by myself and I'm I'm four. Where's the responsible adult that's supposed to be taking care of me? You took away my toilet. Not not okay. Not, definitely you're, not okay. You're, you're taking away my toys. You're taking away my toys. Definitely not okay. <laughs> you're fucking with my cartoons. How much more can I take? You took my sister's mouth and eyes, and now she's just like rotting in a basement. You made me stick a knife in my eye. Granted, I, you know, I have some agency over my body. I did it myself. But still, you told me to do it. Stop fucking with my night. Like, I'm pissed. <laughs> like, I got shit to do. Stop fucking, like... Right, I, right. I, I, I got eight. cartoons to watch and I, toys to play with. I, I, I need the crap? I need my eight hours. Why are you doing this? <laughs> right. Um, so Kevin does go upstairs. Uh, he does. And He's it, got it, a flashlight again. And I think at this point, like, when he goes upstairs, the angle kind of changes because he's no longer walking on the floor He's suddenly like walking on the ceiling. Yep. Like he everything has gone completely upside, upside down. down. Yeah. So he's on the ceiling. <laughs> I'm like watching this. I'm like, why are you on the ceiling? Yeah. And then he's like, get down right now while you're grounded. <laughs> and I'm like, stupid kids, never listen. <laughs> Except this kid is listening to this voice religiously. <laughs> without without question. With like no, no, no question. No hesitation. No, yeah, it's not questioning. Um so he's on the ceiling. And I think like I think this is the point where we see, like, all the toys. I think these are supposed to be, like, the toys that have gone missing. Maybe. He walks into a bedroom. Yeah. While on the ceiling. Right. Which just is a black hole. Yeah, it's like a like void. It just turns into a void. And now we see, like, a dollhouse. Right. On a pile of toys. So and are these the toys that are disappearing? Yeah, is he, like, on the other side of whatever this thing, like, makes disappear? This is where they all go? Like, it's... <laughs> Was it uh was it the conjuring or insidious? Where he like goes into uh I I I think it's insidious. I think it's insidious. Where they do like the uh astral projection and he ends oh. up in like that other world. 
terrible. But I, was about, like, I was thinking about like Stranger Things when you're in the Upside Down or whatever. Oh, yeah, that, however, is awesome. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so. it's And it's just like. And, it, and like, he's like walking. It seems like the hallway just won't it, end. It, it's like, infinite. It, it pans like backwards over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's just like a never-ending hallway with this huge pile of toys at the end of it. Yeah, and the only thing you can see are the toys. Like, yeah. there's no lighting. There's, yeah. Or very little. There's very minimal lighting, no doors, no windows, but I'm like, I think this is where everything's going that is like, I, I don't know, that's the only thing I could think of. It's like, oh, this must be where everything ends up. I guess. It's the upside down or whatever. It's the upside down. <laughs> um, um, but then we get a, uh, like a, like on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. It's it like, shows 572 days. Which I was like, what, what does that mean? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what that means. I'm like, has it been 572 days? Because that's like a year and a half. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, again, there's a lot of different interpretations of this that right. we'll get into. Um, and then there's like this loop of, it's, everything again now is upside down, but there's like this loop of like, like blood yeah, it starts like playing like different shots, but there's blood splatter. On yeah, each one and, of you, them. and and then you, it kind of goes away, and then it comes back, and then it goes away. And you hear him screaming each time. Yeah. So it's like, okay, is he being tortured over and over again? But at one point, he like yells out for his mother. Yes. Which I was like, this is so fucking deeply, like deeply, deeply upsetting. upsetting. Um, he's yelling out for his mother, and there's just blood going over and over and over again, like in a continuous loop, just splattering across the floor. Um, and. Then I think the the last shot that we get of this movie is it's and it again if you watch it in the dark like it takes a minute for your eyes to adjust because the movie is also very very dark but I'm assuming it's Kevin like he's in his bed or he's laying down somewhere because this like face this grainy fucking face that's at the very end yeah um prior to that he sees like a fe- like a figure oh like another. Yeah, sit on the bed, but what we assume is a female. So um, his sister, his mom, I don't. Really oh, know. that's right, right, yeah. Um, but then like the head slowly fades away, followed by the rest of her body. Yeah, right? and then we start seeing like photos, like family photos, shown of people except their faces are missing or, or jacked mel- up like or melting, distorted in some way. Yeah, he cries out, get the blood splatter repeatedly over and over again. Yeah, I forgot about the photo part. Yeah, and then he asks if they can watch something happy. Yeah. Uh, it's so... It's sad. And then we see the uh, unidentifiable face? It looks like a face. Like, there's an outline of eyes, nose, and mouth, but they're not, like, there's no actual eye saw. Like, no no eyes. It's just, like, the It's out- just, like, shadows. Like, you can tell it looks like a person's face. Yeah. But you can't... It's in- undiscernible. Yeah. And it, it, it tells him to go to sleep. Yeah. And he's like, what's your name? And it doesn't say anything. And he asks it twice, like, what's its name? Yeah. And it doesn't say anything, and then... It just kind of fades. Yeah. And that's Skinnamarink. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy it's so on so many levels. It's fucking creepy. Um, and we'll get into the we'll get into some of the tidbits, because there's a lot of, like, cool information about this one. There's a lot of theories on this one. Um, we'd love to hear some of yours as well, if you've seen it. 
Um, for a, mm. for a body count on this movie, I I had two because I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know. know you don't, I don't know what happened I don't know you who's don't dead know and who's alive fine. yeah if I, anybody's I, dead or if anybody's alive yeah I, like is he in some sort of purgatory type of thing yeah I put two for Kaylee and Kevin because I don't I don't know I don't know oh, who's nice. actually like alive or not um, yeah I just didn't put anything because it was four people in the movie so at having, the very max it'd be four people <laughs> having having watched it a second time do you have a theory about what this movie is supposed to represent or well I was thinking maybe it had something to do with like oh maybe the the parents got into a car accident yeah you know which could explain the the sound of the bones breaking oh maybe yeah um obviously they're not there or they're kind of coming in and out yeah very very seldomly um I don't that's all I got really so I they're dead somewhere and these kids are just like seeing ghosts of them I had read a theory in between my first viewing, because after I watched it the first time, I was like, the fuck did I just watch? Like, I loved it, but what did I just watch? I was scared the first time. And then between the first viewing and my most recent viewing, which is the second time I've seen it, and I read a theory that when I watched it the second time, I I kind of put that into my perspective, and I was like, oh, that that actually kind of makes sense. There was a theory that I saw that the father is physically abusing the mother or the kids or both. Yeah. Um. The first, like, argument for that was that, like, when he calls the mother to tell the mother that, like, Kevin fell down the stairs, he sounds very, like, dismissive about it. Like, yeah. he fell down the stairs. Like, he's fine. He's fine. Um, and then, like, in the movie here, like, Kaylee asks Kevin, like, why is mom crying? Yeah. When the mom says, like, your father and I love you both very much, that is something that a mom would say, like, if the kids, like, walked in on, like, a fight. Yeah. Or if there was unease in the house or, like, right. they're going through a separation. Things like that, yeah. And then the last thing was, like, when the, um, like, well, the bones breaking, like, that noise in the closet is at the mother, like, getting her bones broken. Because it's also, like, you can sort of, like, hear some, like, sort of, like, painful moaning a little bit. It's yeah. very subtle, but yeah. it's there. And then the other thing was, like, the end with, like, the loop of the blood, and he's yelling out for his mother. Is he yelling out for his mother because she's being abused? Like, and or, he's... Or he's being abused. Or he's being abused. So that was the theory that I heard was, like... Mm-hmm. this this and him him falling down the stairs is this him in a coma like is this like what's happening while he's in a coma that was like right. a good theory that i was like look let's say when you watch it with like the dads abusing everybody in the house this kid t- he pushed the kid down the stairs the kid's in a coma now this must be like what it's like to be in a coma terrible dreams terrible terrible yeah. dreams especially <laughs> at, a, at four years old right. so that was like one theory i didn't know if you had anything different or if you had an interpretation of it no, I was just thinking, like, maybe something happened to the parents. So this, yeah. You know, but why would the kids be there alone to begin with? Yeah. Sort of thing, you know. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I was trying to figure out exactly, like, where this voice is coming from and how things are just disappearing everywhere. Yeah. But, I mean, the other point is I'm kind of glad those toys are disappearing because have you ever stepped on Legos? <laughs> There's so many Legos in this movie. There's so many Legos. And I'm like, ah, just watching it is making my feet hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somebody had suggested that the 572 days is like how long this kid has been in the coma. That's what I was thinking. Like the 500, like 572 days. That doesn't make any sense if this kid is alive. Yeah. Or maybe it does. I don't know. But it's... I mean, it'd be like that movie Mama. Remember that one? I liked Mama. So did I. It was good. It was a good movie. It's really good. But, it like, some was... sort of other, like, ghostly creature is taking care of these girls. Yeah. Anyways. That movie was fucking sad. 
It was. <laughs> the ending was super sad. It was very sad. Um, um, anyways, that's a whole other movie. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't really look into, like, uh, like I I don't really look, like read other people's, in you know, interpretations usually. Yeah. I probably should have for this one, but I didn't. <laughs> so I just kind of, like, maybe that 572 days, that's how many times, how long he's been in a coma, if that's the interpretation that they're yeah. going with. Because I can't see how that bit would make sense any other way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's This kid is four. Yeah. He's obviously not surviving on his own. Right. Although he does know how to call 911. He does. He does. <laughs> and he's got plenty of juice boxes, apparently, because he just, you know. Hey, man. Um, But yeah, I, so that, that was a theory that I had heard that when I watched it the second time, I was like, I think it makes... I think that's a good theory that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard ones where it's like he's he's dead and he's in purgatory, like you right, said. Um, right. That's another one that I was thinking maybe could possibly be yeah. the case. But why would we care about five hundred and such and such days? Yeah, you know. But at the same time, like it, it again with it being like just so twisted is like you know this is an innocent kid. What kind of force? is exactly. fucking with him to such a degree where he's, like, killing the sister or, like, maiming the sister, making him right. put a knife in his eye. Like, right, exactly. At four like, years old, that? yeah, at four years old, you're not, like, evil. So it's not, like, it's not, <laughs> well, like, a punishment, you know what I mean? Right. Like, well, exactly, like, what is he being punished for? He's four years old. Yeah. So that's why I thought maybe, like, the abuse thing was kind of the best theory that I had read out of a, a couple of different ones that I came across because yeah. everybody has a different interpretation of it. But mm-hmm. I just know it's, like, being in a kid's a kid's fucking mind <laughs> mind and i did not enjoy one moment of it <laughs> right um do you have any fun facts about this movie i'm sure you do i do um so directorial debut of kyle edward ball he's done some stuff on youtube yeah but it was always really into just like spooky stories i guess um it was shot in edmonton canada um in his Household, his child house, his household child home. Am I saying that right? Childhood, Ch- childhood house. Home. <laughs> his childhood home. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Sorry. Derber, 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 derber. Um, the thing about this is it garnered attention on social media, which attracted word, word of mouth acclaim. Yeah, you know, because that's how I heard about it. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, knew nothing. My about mom it. used to sing Skinnamarink to me, so that's there. A, is, yeah. I actually have an uh, interesting tidbit about that too. So the budget on this movie. $15,000. Crazy. $15,000 friggin' dollars. It made $2.1 Oh, my God. Insane, right? Um, it, didn't, it didn't have, like, a wild, uh, wide theatrical release. It was a lot of, like, um, not necessarily midnight showings, but specific showings, you know? Yeah. Um, but it brought in $2.1 million, which is ka-ching, <laughs> you know? <laughs> For $2.2 million versus fifteen grand, That's and, and, and four people in the cast, that's mm-hmm, awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was shot over the course of seven days, mostly crowdfunded. Yeah. Shot digitally with one camera. That's awesome. I think they had, like, a couple of different, like, uh, lenses, but just the one camera. The lighting was whatever they had available for lighting is what they used. Love it. Um, it was primarily a CRT television and small LED lights. Um, significant portions of the movie were literally just lit by ATV. So, like, the, the shot of them watching cartoons, that is the only light that's happening. Yeah. You know. Which is awesome. It's very, is, And I think that's part of why it feels so, like, authentic. 
Like, yes. like you're actually in a child's dream. Yes. It's because they're not like crazy, like, you know, let's light this way. Like, let's put the lights this way and like illuminate this. Right. It's like, no, like, just like, it, yeah. like, I remember being a kid. I remember watching cartoons late at night mm-hmm. and like things late at night. That was the only light in my living room. Exactly. Like, that was it. Right. <laughs> um, so like I said before, I was shot in his childhood home. <laughs> um, all the toys were from his actual mom that she saved. Including the Chatterfly? I assume so. <laughs> God. A bunch of the toys of him and his sisters. So that's the toys that they used. That's awesome. Cool. The cartoons obviously are in the public domain that they used, so they could... And they even said that, like, in the opening credits, I think. Um, so the, the title, he chose the title because it was very, like, a nostalgic thing to him. You know, Lone with Spram and all them. That right. song, right? But altered the spelling of it. Okay. So in the off chance, a child, you know, in the real world, I suppose, <laughs> search for the song online, which it's 2023. I don't think any kids are doing searching for Skinner Inc. <laughs> um, but they wouldn't find the movie. So if they were actually like researching the song for whatever or looking the song up, it wouldn't come up. The movie wouldn't come up. I would have just kept it. It still would have come up. I would have just kept it the same because you know what? Everyone should see it. Regardless, regardless, <laughs> regardless of, of age, age regardless yeah. of age, let, let yeah. some let some five year old watch Skinner Marink. Let's, let's, let's get their version of it. Like, what do yeah. you what do you think happened? <laughs> right, like, what's your opinion, four year old? Um, right, let me show it to my nephews and nieces. I'm sure they'd have something to say. I'll call Andrew up and be like, "Have Haven and Archer watch Skinner Marink. <laughs> right. Let me know. What they, right, let me right. know what they thought. Right, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to traumatize them in any capacity. <laughs> oh, right. Well, you know, it might not. That could just be their regular lives. <laughs> that's how they are every day that is what they see just shit disappearing we never know little kids little kids like they have crazy imaginations they do have crazy imaginations and like you know there have been instances like kids i used to babysit and stuff that they'd, they'd be like talking to their imaginary friends i mean and you just had like, your you had your twin right i had my twin when i was little so yeah weird my imaginary <laughs> my cake. her name was morgan she yeah, was my I remember she was my twin from the time i was like four up until i was like six and we did everything together uh, of course you did she was great so as far as, like, the response goes on this, um, audience response, very, like we mentioned before, very polarized. Split right down the middle. Yeah. Some people love it. Some people hate it. The critical response was mostly positive, though. Yeah. So, from Variety, I found Skinnering terrifying, but it's a film that asks for and rewards patience, and then for can invite revolt. Yeah. Uh, Rue Morgue praised the film's shot compositions and sound design, writing, it takes you back to being a little kid lying in bed in the middle of the night, listening to strange noises come from wherever in the house and wondering what the source might be. Because clearly it's not going to be, you know, a bird or something. It's clearly going to be a ghost yeah. or something. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you'd like. You go straight to that. <laughs> well, like even, even to this day, even to this day, and I'm in my 30s, like I make sure that like my feet don't hang off the edge of the bed. And that, like, there's always a blanket over my feet when I sleep at night because that way the monsters can't get my feet. That's... <laughs> you don't do that? Like... <laughs> like, when I had COVID, I didn't care. I was spread out, like, all over the place. But, like, but like at night, I like to make sure my feet are covered and that they don't hang over the edge of the bed because monsters can't get me if there's blankets over my feet. The only time there are blankets <laughs> on my feet is if my feet are cold. My feet, is, my feet are always cold. So. Which is, there's a fair chance that my feet are usually cold, but I do hang them over the bed sometimes. So, relax. <laughs> Jesus, actually. Alright, Dread Central. Deeply unsettling exploitation of death and childhood. So, you know, maybe these kids could be dead. Maybe yeah. he could be dead. We don't know. Yeah. 
Um, so Brian Tallarico from RogerEbert.com. It's a difficult film to review. An experience in storytelling and form pushing viewers to stop interpreting it and experience it instead, which is an excellent, excellent review, in yeah. my opinion, anyway. Um, Matt Donato from Slash Film commended the film for its atmosphere, or its atmosphere. Um, Rachel Hove, exclaim, elicits fear through a familiar dread that paints the entire film, taps into our childhood nightmares. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I'm like, yeah. All right, so then we have this plebe from The Guardian. (laughs) The the fucking Guardian, here we go. Right? (laughs) This is the only, uh, uh, out of all, like, the critical responses this is the only one that was negative oh boy being under being under wowed and a uh, little undeserving of its newly acquired cult status lacking enough ideas to stretch beyond a 10 minute short go watch, so, go watch a fucking transformers movie you fucking asshole like, <laughs> so like, it sounds to me like this person tried to make their own movie yeah. and then they're just jealous sour grapes yeah. the guardian sour grapes the, gar- the guardian <laughs> the guardian is trash it's always been trash it will forever be trash Go watch, go watch a fucking, go watch a Transformers movie if you're looking for something that is like full of explosions or whatever. Like, <laughs> go watch a Michael Bay flick. Yeah, go watch any Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Clear, clearly, this is not for you. You're you're not fucking intelligent enough to appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I love I love picking fights with like. <laughs> uh, right here you go. That's why I didn't mention a name. <laughs> but from the Guardian. Yeah. I'll just go find them. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, that was the only one that I came across. That I'm sure there's probably more out there. Of course, yeah. But nothing so much that was really specific to make note of. So I had a couple points here just to keep the conversation going because, like I said, this is a really hard movie to review. Like, it is. I, and I knew going into it, like we're gonna, it was going to be pretty difficult. We're going to be because ta- it's it's just entirely from the perspective of a child, mm-hmm. um, and it's very uh, abstract. I hate using that as a like. But it's it's very yeah. Um, I mean, it is. I don't know how else you would describe it, really, because um, it is abstract. Do you have any nightmares from when you were a kid that you can remember? That dude, I had a nightmare the other night. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was <laughs> because I blocked those out. Being an adult now, from when I was a kid, I would used to have crazy night terrors. I'll tell you that yeah. much. And there was always spiders everywhere. Yeah, and that freaked me out. Um, I. I remember some dreams I had or nightmares when I was a child. I was dying in them. That's always fun, right? <laughs> like, all, I, like I was good. always falling off of a cliff somewhere. Oh, I have reason. those. Cliffs were a thing. I don't know what they mean. I don't interpret dreams. You can't really interpret a dream because everything in a dream is particular to your own individual look of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've had a really rough... I had... A nightmare like a few weeks ago and I was telling Andy about it and it was terrifying I was like getting pulled from my bed I couldn't move and someone was <laughs> grabbed hold of my feet you know why it's because you didn't have a blanket over your feet the, mo- the monsters got you <laughs> that's why and that's I was getting pulled across <laughs> my floor into a dark room yep and it was terrifying and I remember trying to call for Andy, but I couldn't call for him or something. And he eventually came. This obviously, obviously is a dream. He came eventually and like grabbed like my upper half and like pulled me the other way. And then I kind of, I think I woke up at that point. But it was 
terrifying. Well, so you got to keep a blanket was... over your feet. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was, the it, monsters it was Kenya. you know, super warm that night. So I didn't have my feet covered. <laughs> they were very warm. I don't know. Um, um, I know when I was a kid, I completely agree. Everything is exaggerated. Everything is scarier when you're a child. Of course. You know, um, it reminds me of, uh, Home Alone with Kevin McAllister in oh, the, like the furnace. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like, uh, the older guy there that was salt in the sidewalks. Everything is more dramatic yeah. and t- more terrifying when you're a kid. Well, then you become an adult and you're like, oh my God, bills are terrifying. <laughs> those... My job is terrifying. Right? <laughs> right? Like things just don't stop. Middle, middle management. Oh God. <laughs> like, um... Well, you know, if there's something I like more than managing a project, Ashley, is micromanaging a project. (laughs) Because Lord knows if you hover over me, I'm going to get it done so much quicker. Um, Anyways. And then my other question, because same thing I've had, I I remember being a kid and like one of the most vivid nightmares that I had was getting hit by a car. Like I I had a dream that I got hit by a car and like I rolled I, I got hit. I went like up over the windshield, I think, and then like. Didn't you actually be hit by a car once? I've I've been hit by a car a couple times. You need to stop walking everywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, cardio very important. Um, However, not not <laughs> not hard enough to like break anything or do any Obviously, damage. Obviously, you're, you're still I remember functioning. <laughs> when when we worked together at Shaw's, there was a a really old woman that bumped my leg with her car when she was like backing <laughs> she up. Bumped your she, leg? She, she, like she was like ninety and she was backing out of her parking spot, and I was pushing the carriages to yeah. bring. And and she it was it was nighttime. I was like getting the last like roundup of them at the end of the night right and she backed into my shin and and i was like whoa and and, i mean like i had a i had like a bruise it wasn't anything crazy she didn't keep going no no she stopped and asked if i was okay okay um and then the other time was i did i was walking (laughs) i was walking and i was like walking past the entrance of a gas station and this teenager who was texting while he was like pulling uh hit hit my other leg (laughs) And also, and, I and, need nothing but leg action. I, like, I didn't feel look like you were that tall. Look at this. Look at this. I'm, I'm a giant. It's all like. <laughs> I, mean, um, I mean, you're taller than me, but I didn't think you were that tall. But he, he like hit my other, he hit my other calf and he, and he kept going. <laughs> oh, that's and, the shittiest. And I was, I was, I was, I would have, I would have, oh, well, I was it would have been. screaming at him. I was it would have been, yeah, you're. I think he might. I think he might have actually taken off because I think he was legitimately scared that I was gonna like break his kneecaps because I was so <laughs> I was so angry because I was like get off your fucking phone like I freaked out, um and yeah, fuck that kid. He's probably wrapped his car around a tree by now, you know, because fucking texting and driving. Um, but I remember being a kid. I remember being a kid and like having having in a dream where I got hit by a car and like I rolled. And I ended up like rolling out of my bed and landing on the oh, floor. Oh, I hate that. And, like, that happened to me. And that I, used to happen to me all the time. And, like I woke up, it was like eight. It was like eight years old, and I was like screaming for my mom. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she and she came and got me, and I was like, you know, I was like, I got hit by a car. And she's like, No, you didn't go back to bed because she was so done. She was so done with everything. She had three kids. She was tired. She's like <laughs> fucking sick of us. So sick of our bullshit. Um, the only other question I have uh, before we get into the recipe is. Do you remember, like, a, a movie that had, like, this kind of buzz? Like, what was the last horror movie that you can remember that had this kind of buzz around it? And it, it doesn't even have to be, like, a good movie. It could be, like, any movie that you've seen that had, like, a good amount of horror buzz. Hmm. Well, Blair Witch. Blair Witch, yeah. 
Um, I was gonna say Cloverfield too. I was gonna say Cloverfield. Cloverfield. I, don't, I don't consider Cloverfield horror, but it kind of is. It's like a sci-fi monster movie. Yeah, it's a creature feature, so, so it falls into that subgenre. Yeah, um, and the marketing around it was very unique. I remember just that. like Blair, yeah. just like Blair yeah. Witch. Um, um, but other than. Have you seen Unfriended? I know I've talked about it before. Yes, I have. I fucking love Unfriended. <laughs> I love Unfriended. I remember, I, didn't, I texted you. I'm like, was it Unfriended or what was the other one? I didn't remember which one you were talking about. Unfriended is one of my favorites. I know, because I texted you asking, I'm like, is it Unfriended or it was another movie that I had to do something with like Facebook or something? I think. Well, there's two Unfriended movies, but the first one is far superior to the second <laughs> one. It's it, The second one's trash. Um, the first one's genuinely, that was like the first movie of its time that it's like, oh, this is a movie like shot ex like ex exclusively on a fucking Zoom call. Like, that's crazy. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I genuinely I love did see it. I thought it was kind of campy. I love it. But I like camp, but it was all right. It's leaving Netflix soon. I'm devastated. Oh no, whatever you're going to do. I might have to go home and watch it. Um, <laughs> you're not, watch it, watch you're it for the hundredth time. You're not going to buy a video of a uh, DVD on the black market on the, of it. On the dark web. Uh, well, you don't need to go on the dark web for that one, I'm sure. Um, you could probably just get it on Amazon anyway. But I just remember, like, like Unfriended had a lot of buzz around it, and it also had, like, a really great marketing campaign. And it was shot for relatively cheap. It didn't cost a whole lot well, of yeah, money. Well, yeah, because you're just using... The Zoom. Yeah. Um, have you seen Host? I know there's a bunch of movies with that title. I don't Host think so. Host is this movie that came out... During COVID, at the height of COVID. Okay. So it's all Zoom again. Okay. Um, and it's these four girls, I think it's four, and they decide to have like a seance. So they bring in like this medium, I guess, if you will. Okay. And um, it's all, it's just strictly, and it's like current because COVID's a thing, which is why all these girls are doing this over the internet. They're doing it remotely. Yeah. Okay. They're managing them like, how the hell are you going to have a seance and, you know. Um, I think it's, God, was it Shudder? No, it was like Hulu or something or Netflix. Um, check that out. Yeah. So I don't know anything about the buzz. I just remember seeing it. I'm like, oh, let me watch that. You know, I don't remember anything about that, but it was very scary from what I remember. Okay. Um, Yes, very well done, very clever. The writing is great, the shots are great, but it's basically they're doing it because COVID is a thing. Okay. And you know, these girls want they're all friends, they want to hang out, you know, they can't because COVID. COVID. So they do it this way, <laughs> but definitely check it out. All right. It's called I'll have host. To post. All right. I'll have well, maybe we can I do that. Maybe post. do that in a future season. That sounds like fun. <laughs> it's um, very good. I really like it. I'll have that to one. check it out. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, any other thing, as far as, like, hype goes when it comes to, like, social media. Yeah. Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Sharknado. Um, so do you have anything else about Skinamarink before we get into this recipe that I've made for us today? Um, not particularly. Um, I watched it with Andy yesterday. Oh, star rating. And he was like, this scared you? And I'm like, shut up! It's only, like, 20 minutes in the movie. Yeah. Gotta let it, you gotta it's, let it go. It's a bit of a slow burn, and I hate slow burns. Yeah. I hate them, but this one, like, I was so enthralled with just how everything was shot. Yeah. Star rating, what would you give this one? Personally, I'd probably give it a three and a half. I would, I'm kind of verging on four, but I don't know. I'm gonna say three. I think, like, the sound design could have been a little bit better with surround sound and stuff. They should have done a little bit more with surround sound yeah. and surround design, because this movie, 
aside from like the super eerie shots, a lot of it is audio. Yeah. Because you've got voices and noises. Yeah. And if you if they put that more into a five point at least a five point one surround sound type of deal where you have the voice in the back of you happening, um, just for a more interactive right immersive experience i was gonna say three because as much as i enjoy like those long lingering shots i do feel like this could have been a little bit shorter and no one would have suffered for it they could it, they could have cut like 20 25 minutes off yeah of there, there's a easily. lot of there's a lot of filler in it that just kind of doesn't lead anywhere yeah um like those I, I, long yeah. shots of like the ceiling and stuff like we we could have done without that. yeah like, like i think they were just trying to build up suspense which they did successfully yeah. do but you still could have done it you know, with 20 minutes less of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Movie, the movie could have been, you know, an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes long. That extra 20 minutes didn't really do much for it. But other than that, I, I, I love this movie, so I'd say between three and three and a half. Yeah, I just find it absolutely fascinating that it only costs 15 grand to make. Yeah. You know. And it stays with you. Like, you finish watching it and you're it like, It ruined Ooh. my week of the first yeah. time. <laughs> I, I was watching okay. it the first time. <laughs> Andy was gone fishing. It was, that was the coldest weekend of winter this past year, yeah. too. So, like the I know, because he went fishing, yeah, and it so was just like, miserable, because so it was, like, negative like 20. The trees are so, creaking and shit. And so, it's like... and it was so windy, and unlike you, living in the ghetto, <laughs> so you have a whole different thing scenario of things that are scary than I have here. Like, my shit really does come from, like, ghosts and goblins <laughs> in the woods. You know, bears. <laughs> you know, shit like that. So... And, you know, there's no streetlights. We have no streetlights here. I know. <laughs> I live in the damn oh. middle of the dark. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so so we have that, that that big, tall, like, shrub, the arborvitae, the yeah. big shrub that I have my lights on, that I put my lights on every year, in front of the, the, you know, front window. My living room is on the other side of that. And it was, so Andy goes, Andy leaves. I go out with my mother-in-law, Becky. We go down to get some Chinese food. So we're... You know, we're hanging out and having dinner because our husbands are away. And uh, we're just hanging out. We're there for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, probably closer to an hour. After a couple of Mai Tais, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to watch Skinnamarink. It's freezing. <laughs> it was only the two. It's freezing out because it's, first of all, the temperature was like five. Yeah. But then the wind, wind made it like negative, negative 20 or something <laughs> stupid. So, New England, baby, living the dream. Right? <laughs> there was no snow on the ground, though. Yeah, it's just really cold. It was just super, it was too cold to snow. Yeah. But anyways, fortunately, I live five minutes, not even five minutes away from, you know, the Chinese restaurant downtown. So I come home. She goes her separate ways. Um, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to watch. And I think at that point, because I left at five, so I got back at like 6.30. Like, it wasn't late. Yeah. But again, in the mid- middle of January, it's pitch black at 4.30, right? <laughs> so, and I have no streetlights and everything else, is, everything is trees. So we have this this wind whipping, like 20 mile an hour winds whipping through the trees, making every every little creek that all these trees are making, and you that ha- stupid shrub. And you and you have a, I gotta get into the mic to do this, but you're, you, so you have all this noise going on outside that's super creepy and all of a sudden in, in the, the darkness and the wind you hear, put the knife in your eyes. Yes! <laughs> So that stupid shrub in my front yard kept like swinging back and forth, right? And it's dark, right? And um, like I have uh, motion sensor lights around the the, the house, just you know, in, in case a bear does come into me, <laughs> activates it, and raccoons and whatever yeah. other things that get attracted. So you know, I don't want any of that going after my birds and my rabbits or anything like that. So 
So, so this thing is whipping. Every time it whips, a light will flicker on. Oh God! You know, and I was right next to it, and it's dark, so therefore it's causing a shadow because of the lights as well. I just so remember now getting it's like, the text. You hear like creaking noises and and howling wind, and then it's yeah. Come upstairs. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, whoa. And I don't know if it was because at that point I still had a couple of my ties. But I'm like, I'm texting Becky, right? I'm sure that didn't help. No. I'm texting Becky. I'm like, Becky, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> right? And she's just like texting back. <laughs> and then I think I texted you. You texted, I texted me. You. I want to say well, I texted Sean. You, you texted me and you said, I'm, I think I texted Andy too. You, you were like, I'm watching Skinnamarink by myself. And I just remember writing back, that doesn't seem like a good idea. I was just like, <laughs> Like, that seems like a terrible idea. That seems like a really right? bad idea. Right? Like, all I need is a serial killer because that's the kind of stuff I get scared about living in this. Not that, you know, we have serial killers anywhere around here. You just have, you I, have, have a lot of gun enthusiasts around here. I do have a lot of gun enthusiasts around here, which is fine. They're all they're, Yeah, they're, they're all, they're all they're fine. responsible. They're responsible hunters and farmers. I got it. Yeah, like, yeah. So, but, Except, like, except for that one guy. I'm just, I'm just you kidding. Mean, you... No, no, I was just saying, just that one guy. It could be anybody. No, shut <laughs> it's up. that shut one up. guy. Sure. <laughs> that one lone man. Um. Anyways, but yeah, it was very, very unsettling the first time, and <laughs> and so I'm literally texting everybody I know because I'm like, I can't be here by my. I obviously have my dogs and I have my cats. They are no help. I was going to say, they're, they're <laughs> fucking useless. So they I'm, are absolutely useless. In, in the case of, like, a, an intruder or an entity that's telling you to put the knife in your eye, um, <laughs> they're not going to help you. <laughs> no, no, no. Thelma would just want to hang out and play. Oh, my God. Um, what about you? Did I mean... <laughs> the first time I watched it? Yeah. Um, I was in my apartment, and kind of the same thing. It was... I had the lights off. At least you have, like, people, like, in your building... Which could be bad or good. <laughs> if you knew my neighbors. Like, I had if, nobody. It, with, the, with the exception of my neighbor, Dan, who also listens to this. Hi, Dan. Um, with the exception <laughs> of, like, Dan, who listens to this, uh, my other neighbors are kind of hot garbage. Um, they're, they're terrible. <sighs> hot um, nice. But I, the first time I watched this, I was, I was alone in my apartment. I had the lights out. Right. Um, I wanted, like, everyone's like, oh, it, it's an immersive thing. you got to watch it. Like, you got to, like... Put, put your phone down. Don't like got to be right. fully immersed in it to like really appreciate right. like, like the, the feeling it, that yeah. it like the, the sense of like dread that it fills you with, which I feel like if anybody was like, listen, you got to watch this movie. It fills you with a sense of dread. I'd be like, that sounds terrible. Why would I want to do that? But everyone was like, this movie is fucking incredible. Like you have to. Right. So I was like, all right, so I'm watching it. And again, it, it's like, it was winter when this, when this was released on streaming in January, yeah. and I was watching it. And there's a restaurant directly across the street from my apartment. Uh-huh. And it was late at night. It was like a Friday night. I'm watching it. I'm engrossed and also like deeply unsettled. Mm-hmm. And the one of the people that worked in the restaurant was taking out like the glass bottles to put them in the... So I just hear this like loud like glass, not shattering, but like that thud that it makes when all the bottles like hit each other because they were throwing and it scared the shit out of me and (laughs) immediately flipped the lights on and I was like I'll just ride this out with the lights on because like I can't this is no I I I did not do that I was just like as soon as that was done I was like (sighs) like I think I turned on all the lights on that point and I think I might have put on something that would be a complete opposite because I needed to get out of that like Dumb and Dumber or something (laughs) Pee Wee's Big Adventure yeah yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Like I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I don't entirely remember. Well, I so I rewatched this for this for this recording. I rewatched it right. so, like just to take some notes. And when I was all done, I put on like riff tracks. I was like, <laughs> nice. I was like, I'll listen to the guy who does nice. Crow's voice on Mystery Science Theater. I listened to Mike right. Nelson make jokes. Yeah, um, no, I had Andy making jokes. <laughs> Although he was pretty good. He stayed pretty quiet through the most most yeah. of it. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta like it's all about the sound and the and lighting. I told him yeah. Like, you know, it's a very the sound immersive. And the lighting is very important. Yeah, which um, you know he understands because he's totally into David Lynch. However, <laughs> he did not like this one. Oh well, I mean, like you said, he also liked Eraserhead. So, mm. grain of salt, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so for this week's recipe, um, and and I took this one. I wanted to. I I was. I, I don't want to say inspired, but this got me thinking about like childhood food you know, other than, like, dino nuggets. Um, <laughs> McDonald's. Which, by the way, I don't... Let's, get you, let's go to Burger King and get you some McDonald's. <laughs> um, I don't know if you noticed before I get into the recipe, um, you know, how, like, dino nuggets are, like, the stereotypical, like, dino nuggies. That's what kids like. T- yeah. Did you see that Tyson released, like, limited edition Halloween ones? They're shaped like pumpkins, ghosts, and I forget what the other thing is. But I'm no. like, I'm like, I reverted back to seven, year old, seven years old when I saw the advertisement for them, and I was like, I want... I want ghost nuggies. Like, how do I get ghost nuggies? Where do I go to get the ghost nuggies? Um, so I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for the Tyson Halloween chicken ghost nuggets. nuggies. I want ghost nuggies. Um, All right. I want them so bad. Um, but this week, but for, for this episode, I was thinking about, like, like food that I loved when I was a kid, food that I still love now. There's certain things that I still love now. <laughs> right. Um, and I... Do I still eat SpaghettiOs now? You betcha. You bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> SpaghettiOs with the little hot dogs in them? Hell Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gotten like? Have you ever gotten like shit faced and you make a can of spaghettios with hot dogs in them? No, it's fucking, it's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think I may may have, but didn't have the hot dogs. I went out. I went out drinking with uh, Dan once, and and uh, I think afterwards, like we walked back to walk back to because he lives he lives in the apartment below mine. We walked back to the apartment. He went to his apartment. I went to mine. I think he had stopped to get Domino's, like, on the walk back. And I was like, I'm good. I don't need Domino's. I, I fucking made a can of SpaghettiOs. It was, like, the, it was like five, five-star, like, f- like, fine dining in my apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> so when I was in, not to trail off or anything, I know we want to get into your epi- recipes here, but we got a few minutes. Yeah. So we're below time. We're good. <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, when I was in college, there was this place that – I would in Paxson, yeah. Dan Maria. Um, there was this place not down the road, but it was like in, near the airport called Fast. I think it was Fastway. Might have been Freshway. I think it might have been Freshway. I can't oh. remember. Okay. Freshway or Fastway Pizza doesn't matter. So they're the only pizza place that delivered out to the middle of nowhere, Paxton. And um, they were also open till like three, and they also delivered until like three. That's awesome. So like you know, most nights you're shit based, and you're ordering pizza, right? And every time we got it, it was just the best thing on the planet. Absolutely fantastic, right? So one day, I was there some weekend. I think most people were gone. Like, I was there. I wasn't by myself, but there weren't a lot of people on campus that weekend. I ordered delivery. It was, like, 3 in the afternoon. I didn't have lunch. I was pretty hungry. And I just got, like, a calzone or a pizza. I can't remember. Just something. And it was the worst shit ever. <laughs> I know. It was so bad. I you were going to it was like, delicious. No. I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm like, so clearly they can make their money off of a bunch of drunk college kids. 
but your food is bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I ordered it ever after that yeah. after every um, Once you have a bad experience, I think I, I think I'd you know prepare before and like okay, let me go to like Big Y or somewhere. Well, that's the, the and I pick up some pizza bagels. The the <laughs> bagel bites. It, it's weird. It's weird how like when you have like one bad experience at a place, you're like sworn off of it forever. Like the, yeah. like the restaurant across the street from me went there went there during covid because yeah. they had opened up like an outdoor dining area yeah. got a burger worst burger i've ever had in my life haven't been back since okay. and i mean they're right there you can see them from my bedroom window so like so they just walk across the street. i i could walk across the street and and get food if i wanted to and i just i won't because the burger was so like so bad that and i don't want to name them and shame them it was picks no it, was, yeah, it wasn't picks <laughs> picks is the super maggot. i know um, um, but was it, was it greasy was it overcooked was it undercooked uh, undercooked undercooked and and you kind of like your beef on the rarer side don't you i, I like do medium? like i do like medium yeah like medium okay. medium rare mm. but it was it was like still mooing like that's how <laughs> and nice. and i was like hey I, and i didn't want to be that person that's like obnoxious but i was like hey yeah. could you just cook this just a little while longer just cuz it, it's bleeding on my plate and they took it back and they brought it back and it was well done it was horrible oh, it was so fucking bad. i think they did it on purpose so i was just like well, well I, why was like well like you don't want it well done yeah I'm i'd like, rather i'd rather eat it more rare i was like well there's done. there's well a the there's a really solid like middle ground between rare and you well done space. you got plenty of space where you don't fuck it up and they <laughs> fucked it up both times so i haven't been back since but um this recipe that I made today, hopefully, is not something that you'll be like, uh, can you take this back to the kitchen because it's gross? Um, I made a childhood classic. I made baked macaroni and <laughs> oh, cheese. Oh, dino nuggies? Dino. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I want the ghost nuggies. You should have um, put the nuggies in mac and cheese. I should have. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. So, I mean, this one, this one's super easy to make. You, you mac and cheese. You cook your pasta. I did elbow macaroni. Mm-hmm. Um, I took I took like a saucepan and I put like a quart of um half and half you can use like heavy whipping cream but I've done that before in the past and to me it just kind of made it like paste it wasn't it was not, too thick not, it was too thick and I tried thinning it thinning it out a little bit and it didn't work so half and half I find works pretty good Fair enough. um but you take a, like a quart of half and half and you throw in your cheese into the half and half and you like let it simmer it thickens you pour it into the cooked pasta. You sprinkle more shredded cheese on top. Some like crushed. Well, you put the pasta in like a pan. You're gonna cook right, it. right, exactly, because okay. it's baked. Um, right. So you're gonna you're gonna like put your like sauce, like your cheese sauce, which is essentially just the cheese and the, and the cream. Mm-hmm. You mix that in. You can use a spatula, like two spoons, whatever. Like I went nuts, with, like two spatulas. I was just, like. <laughs> I was like, like nuts to make sure it was coated. Then you can sprinkle it with a little bit more cheese. Um, I know everything needs more cheese. Exactly. I could reuse this block of brie, and I think it would need more cheese. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And I use like I use like five different kinds of cheese. There's like there's Parmesan. There's mozzarella. There's uh, Monterey Jack. There is Gruyere. 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 Um, I think there's oh god. I I, there's a little bit of um, cheddar. Yeah, there's like a little bit of like mild, like mild yeah. cheddar in it. Pepper jack. Yeah. No, actually, no, no pepper jack in this one, but I do love pepper jack. Mm-hmm. I, I use sharp cheddar in this one. Yeah. So it's like a mix of all these different cheeses. Um, so you mix, like, you mix that in with your cream, you pour that in as like the sauce, and then you put more 
like sprinkled cheese on top. I did um, like the buttered crushed up Ritz crackers, put those on top. You bake at, I did like 325. You can do it at like 325, 350 for like 10 right, minutes. Because at that point, you're really just trying to continue to melt the cheese. You're just trying to melt and, the and cheese get the, down. The, the cracker bits to, on the to, top, nice and brown. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you can like take. I've made a fair amount. Yeah, <laughs> I take of cheeses in my day. Yeah, take it out, put yeah, a little bit more to on top, and. Cook. And you're good. And anything, like, you can reheat it. If you need it a little bit creamier, add a little bit milk or something to make it a little bit creamier. But that's my my baked mac and cheese. And, like, I've seen people, like, I've seen people on um, Reels. I don't have TikTok. But, like, I've seen people on Reels. <laughs> like, it, it's always those people who are like, we're going to make the best mac and cheese ever. And they take, like, a block of Velveeta and they put it in a casserole dish. And they surround it with, like, dry pasta. Mm-hmm. And then they put, like, the cream in there and, like, their stuff. And they and they bake it. And I'm like, you are going to chip a fucking tooth. Like, cook your pasta. Cook it. <laughs> cook it. Can you do it that way? You can, but I, it just, it seems like... It just seems weird to me. It seems weird. And, like, when, when they do, like, the thing where they bite into it, you can hear it, like, crunch. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like It's clearly not cooked enough. Um, yeah. Uh, wasn't there, like, a way to, like, lasagna where you didn't have to cook the noodles beforehand? I think so, but I don't... There was. I don't... There was something in, like, the mid-90s, I think, where that was a thing. It and seems and like I'm a, like, that just doesn't make sense. It seems like a terrible... Like, just cook your fucking pasta. It, it takes like eight minutes. <laughs> it's, yeah, just cook your pasta. Um, so it's it's baked mac and cheese. It's a childhood staple. I know that if I was... If I woke up in the middle of the night and my parents were gone... Well, one of my parents is gone. Waka waka. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> R.I.P. Dad. Um, if I woke up in the middle of the night and like my, my mom was gone... <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what she just did, but it was very funny. <laughs> oh, I wish we had like a visual. Like a visual. Um, Maybe we'll take a video of that. Um, um, if I woke up in the middle of the night and my mom was gone, and I mean, I don't live with my mom, but if I woke up and my mom was just like gone, if I was like at my mom's house and she wasn't there and things were like disappearing and there was a voice going, put the knife in your eye, I would, um, I'd, be, I'd be like, well, I'm going to make some mac and cheese. Don't make my fucking shit disappear while I'm so making you know, my mac and cheese. You know, it's funny, right? <laughs> like, don't take my knife. No, because you got to keep that to stick in your eye. Yeah. But um, the thing with mac and cheese is that, well, we were when we were deciding on what we we're going to do for this episode, right? Mac and cheese is great. And kids love mac and cheese, but they do not love baked mac I and loved cheese. Ma- I loved baked mac and cheese when I was I'm a kid. I'm pretty sure I did, too. Loved I it. was totally cool with it. But there are a lot of kids who don't. Yeah. Because it's not craft, you know? Yeah. So, but we're adults, so we had to fancy it up a little bit. Yeah, and like, I had, and now, like, imagine if I had rolled up here with, like, two boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese, you'd have been like, you would have shut the door in my face. You would have been like, no. I'll, maybe you would have taken the craft from me and then, probably, shut, probably and then you, shut the door. Kicked you out down the steps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like but, I have Kraft mac and cheese. No, my, my, mom right used to, my mom used to make baked mac and cheese when I was a kid, and I loved it. And I think part of the reason I loved it so much is because she would put, like, breadcrumbs in it. And I just, it's I, crunchy it was like, it's, it's crunchy and, and, tasty, and cheesy. And and, cheesy. Yeah, I mean, it's great. What's not to love? Yeah, like, I was always a bigger fan of that style over the Kraft when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. But I didn't. I mean, if that was a, if we had craft, that's what we had. I was still totally fine with it. Um, more so, Velveeta shells and cheese. <laughs> See, like I'll I'll eat Velveeta shells and cheese. Like if they're like I have a box of it at my apartment, and I it's one of those things all the time. Well, that's like my that's like my cold weather winter meal. Like when it's like I yeah. I don't like I just it's want some. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. It's yeah. comforting. It's warm. I don't like my apartment is an icebox in the winter, like no matter what I do, because I have the super high ceiling. So it just gets really drafty in there. Yeah. So it's like, 
I'm going to make some Velveeta. But, like, I, I love baked mac and cheese. So I, d- I did yeah, that. And yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have the recipe up on our Instagram at Baking to the Beam. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the whole, the you whole... know, step-by-step blah, 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 blah yeah. crap. Um, so anyways, super simple. I was going to say something else and now I clearly can't remember what it was. (laughs) Oh no, there's been tons of times. Like when I lived with my parents when I was like a teenager, probably like 12, I wake up and my parents were gone. I don't know where they were because you know, it was, you know, the early nineties. No one had a cell phone. No one had a cell phone. And there was just like, sometimes it left me a note. Sometimes they didn't. (laughs) But anytime I woke up and my parents weren't there, I would just be like, I made my parents disappear. (laughs) Sweet. <laughs> and then I go on and make my craft, my box of craft mac and cheese. Because <laughs> my, my I'm like eight years yeah, old. I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool with using the stove. Yeah. Yeah. Make dino nuggets. Right? It's just dino nuggies and ketchup. <laughs> dino nuggies and ketchup. 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 Oh, my God. I never would use ketchup on nuggets. Always barbecue sauce, honey and mustard. Honey is Ranch. Ranch is good. Ranch. Yeah. But when I leave here today, I'm going to stop and see if I can find those Tyson ones, and I'll get you a bag if I find Could them. Could you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you a bag of them, and we can make them. Yay. Um, so, Steph, I think this has been a super fun episode. I was really worried that, like, we weren't going to fill our time because this movie is so hard to explain, and it's so, like, there's really, there's a lot to it, but there's not a lot to it. So it's, like, you know. It's pretty, I mean, I'd say it's straightforward, but it's not. It's, it's abstract. Yeah. But as far as, like, the storyline goes, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> but there's not a lot happening in it. Like, yeah. there's nothing I could really poke fun at because, I mean... It's just creepy it's and just creepy unsettling. And, and... Unsettling. and there's no, like... Aside from, like, plot holes here and there. I mean, the plot was hard enough to follow as it is. It wasn't actually that hard to follow. But there was nothing about it that was super convoluted or involved. It was extremely simple. Yeah. So you can't go on bitching about like oh well the whole thing is about alice and to hell with jill valentine you know what i mean like the things that just don't make sense you know like just there was none of that like it wasn't it was just very simple very simple it reduces you to a four-year-old again it does having a horrible nightmare yeah the very first time i watched it i felt like i was four yeah in a house by myself and it's not a good feeling no it was not. <laughs> it's still not a good feeling. No. Like I rewatched Ruined my weekend. Rewatched it and was like, oh yeah, I remember why I just this movie upset me so much. Yeah. Because I feel like a child. Mm-hmm. But exactly. I'm gonna feel like a child and eat the macaroni and cheese, and I'm so excited. And again, that <laughs> recipe will be up on our Instagram. And we're gonna be back in a couple weeks. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be back from California, and we're gonna do our. Halloween episode. It comes out right before Halloween. I'm so yeah. I'm very excited about our next episode. I know one of my favorite franchises. It's so... One of my favorite. And I'm amazed we haven't done one of these before Me now. I'm so Me excited. I'm it's very gonna be, excited about it. It's gonna be so good. Um anything else, Steph, before we take off? Uh no. I okay. don't think so. So uh, just do yourself a favor and don't stick any knives in your eye when you're in California. I won't. I won't. Cool. I, I mean, here. I mean, I might have a knife stuck in me because I'm going to San Diego, and mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. briefly talked about what happened the last time I was in San Diego. And some <laughs> well, pe- don't get a knife stuck in your body anywhere. Some people who and, you know watch who don't who, like me. <laughs> watch, <laughs> you know, just look both ways before you cross the road. Yes. <laughs> make sure my feet- stop walking places at night. <laughs> make sure, make sure my feet are covered by a blanket so no monsters get me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, you can follow us again. We're on Instagram at baking to the B movies. We're on Twitter 
slash X at baking to be movies. Um, email us at baking to the B movies at gmail.com with any recommendations or feedback or your interpretation of Skinnamarink if you'd like to. We'd love to hear your theories. Yeah. Um, and be sure to like and subscribe. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and you can find a link to all of our episodes on our RSS feed, which is linked on our Instagram and our Twitter. It's like an archive of everything. You can just listen to it directly from RSS. RSS. So that's probably the easiest way. SoundCloud, I'm pretty much done with at this point. So I'm kind of moving away from that. Um, but RSS is, is pretty great. I haven't had any issues with them. So, cool. um, Well, Steph, thank you so much. And we will see you guys the next time. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. This has been Baking to the Bee Movies. And Steph, <laughs> you have a great trip, Ashley. Don't come back. <laughs> I will find somebody else. <laughs> Enjoy your new co-host. <laughs> I will. Bye.